Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. All right, here we are again, day two, ATS, Aero Bandwidth US. Uh, with us this time is one of our great friends, Jeff Moser from Corticut. My best friend right here. (laughs) And the one and only David Potter. Good morning. Uh, Jeff, so you are uh, the first time on Aero Bandwidth, but a second time participant of ATS. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I mean, actually, technically, we did the federal one in uh, D.C. two years ago. True. Uh, So, uh, but yeah, as far as the actual ATS, second time out here, uh, definitely love this conference. It's great. We learn a lot. A lot of good networking opportunities. Yeah, well, we appreciate you coming out, the partnership. We have a, a long-standing relationship together, and it's fun to always see a talk shop and other things, of course. Yeah, yeah of course, other yeah, things right? sometimes. <laughs> and you know, you're one of the ones that was up and at them at 8 o'clock this morning with the rest of us because not know. all y'all were there at 8 o'clock. So. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. So maybe we could just start. Um, were you in, in today's main stage editorial? I was. Awesome. So maybe maybe just talk about the the cloud one for just a minute, because I know you guys, we've had a lot of conversations around what QuarterKit's doing in cloud, and you're pretty passionate about the Microsoft stuff. Like, what, thoughts on that? So um, it's it's funny because I was actually talking to David from Microsoft about this same time last year, and uh, one of the things we were talking about was our excitement about uh, VMware on Azure. Yeah. Um, and you know, we've QuarterKit's kind of focused on four major players as far as manufacturers concerned so uh, Microsoft Cisco VMware and uh, Dell EMC um, obviously a lot of those go through arrow which it's helpful from a strategy perspective to be able to talk to you guys about that um, but uh, from a VMware perspective we're doing a lot of VMware in the data center uh, we're doing a lot of Microsoft cloud yeah. um, it's it's really interesting to me um, to be able to put VMware on top of those other cloud providers and be able to provide that same experience for the customers right. across clouds, whether it's private cloud or public cloud, yeah. um, and use all the same tools. I mean, right. that's been phenomenal. I was really excited at Dell Technologies World this year when uh, when Satya came on stage with uh, Michael Dell. It was like, I think that was like the most applause I've ever heard at Dell Technologies World before. Like, right? people were just so <laughs> excited to see those two on stage before. And Pat yeah. Gelsinger too, like right? it's really weird and amazing to see those three three people on the same stage together. That's so, yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. It, w- it was a little strange, right? Yep. Yeah, and 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 very true. I think that was uh, an enormous amount of applause, right? Yeah. Kind of reminded me of, of you know when Tucci would take the stage back oh, in the day. Oh yeah, right? I mean yeah. those are yeah. those are the good old days. Yeah, yeah rest in Mr. peace, Joe. Joe yeah. right? Joe Even though Tucci I think he's days. still alive, but he's CEO <laughs> of, of former EMC. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're gone, you're dead to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, we might have to edit that one. But anyway, uh, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. What else is going on in Corticate? So uh, we've got a we got a couple things going on right now. Uh, one, we're uh, now officially part of the Microsoft One Commercial Partner Program. Um, super excited about that. That was uh, probably about two or three years in the making of yeah. you know me just being really loud and vocal with Microsoft people saying that we wanted to be in that program. Um, and then of course, growing the business around it. That's too, a huge achievement, though. So yeah, congrats on that. Um, we're really really happy about that. Um, so we're doing a lot of. Uh, desktop modernization around Microsoft 365, uh, talking to customers about um, lift and shifts out of on-premise data centers out to Azure, uh, about application modernization. Um, 
you know, all of those things. Uh, you know, trying to buy smuggly data centers. Right. Uh, I don't know whether or not that's still uh, <laughs> still something we're allowed to talk about or not. But uh, um, <laughs> the whole data center optimization thing, obviously, that's a that's a big thing for us right now. And um, really, the focus for the second half of this year was to kind of grow our existing security practice. Um, we're seeing same thing you guys are I'm sure seeing is a lot more um, intelligent attacks out there, and uh, you know the traditional methods of protecting endpoints, protecting data are just not adequate anymore. You're right. Um, yeah. You're really looking for more of a multi-level approach, more of a proactive assessment type approach yep. to um, protecting our customers, and uh, and so from that perspective, been working with with Davit as well as. Um, you know, Arrow in general on um, some of the products and, and, and procedures and technologies that we should be looking at to protect our customers. Yeah. This is a total softball question for you, but, you know, to set up the stage on it is that, you know, all the new, you know, next-gen endpoints, if it's not next-gen, it's nothing, right? You know, next-gen endpoints, all the new malware defense, et cetera. But it's funny, you and I have been talking about the, I think, a threat vector that we all think is so blasé because no one thinks about it because it's not sexy anymore is email. Yeah. Right? And it's still like an 85% of all attacks are still coming through email. Yes. And I think that, you know, in this mad rush of the sexy, cool, new, you know, automated endpoint juju, there's a big opportunity, I think, around, you know, email and, and threat prevention from an email vector, right? Absolutely. I mean, you're seeing that too, right? Yeah, I think um, from an email perspective, we're seeing now that it's now more of a multi-level approach there too as, as well because... They're getting darn good at, the, it, at those, it's, yeah stuff still gets through, right? Yeah. Like they get, as soon as there's this new technology in order to, you know, block the phishing attacks, block the spear phishing attacks, somebody figures out a way to bypass it. Mm -hmm. So it's not just really about like making sure that we're doing proper email hygiene at the, core, at the uh, edge, but also about, you know, um, how do we educate end users, whether it's like, you know, targeted phishing campaigns that mm -hmm. like IT's controlling over, or um, protecting the, from a URL or web filtering perspective, right. the links that get clicked on within emails uh, to make sure that, you know, we're, we're looking at it from multiple angles. Yep. Um, email, I mean, you know, besides being like the, you know, main vector for all attacks, 85%, yep. um, is also, I would say, probably still the most important thing to almost every business out there, whether they're five people or 5,000. Um, Wasn't email supposed to die like 20 years ago? Or well, I heard fax was supposed to die 20 years ago, too, <laughs> and uh, I'm still getting asked to fax. I don't even know how to fax anything anymore, do you? I, I, CTO I, I, like me, do you know how to do you know how to fax things? Uh, I do uh, only because I don't know how to work our expense report oh, system that, otherwise. There you go. Yeah, 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 go. yeah. So I still that's, that's a yeah. sad commentary on our internal <laughs> you know functions. It's probably more of a me than it is. I, mean, I just haven't taken the time to learn yeah, like how exactly. to stitch a PDF together, right? Yeah. And like whatever. But you yeah. know, what I and I you know I like feedback from Adam on this. You know we've worked together now for about eight years now, and it's you know it was it's. Historically, when I first started, we were very discreet in our buckets, right? It was storage, virtualization, networking, yeah. and, oh, yeah, by the way, security. And I say that with only a little bit of, of chagrin because I've been in the security industry for a long time, and it was like, oh, it's an afterthought, right? It really isn't anymore. Right? I mean, it's become so pervasive, and, yay, you know, yay, security, that's awesome, but I think it's it's – it's become part of every conversation that, you know, I know you have with a ton of our customers, Adam, from, you know, your CTO level, you know, talking with Jeff is that it's really a pervasive conversation. It's not so much, you need a firewall. I mean, you do, but yeah. it's more about what is your data protection strategy? You know, like yeah. we were talking with Simon Jelly from Veritas this morning, right? It was much more about the data is what's important. I don't really care about the device. We'll probably have to edit that for Dell, EMC, et cetera, but... <laughs> 
But realistically, it's about the data that we're using, right? And so, I mean, are you guys having those same conversations? I mean, is it is it still a topic of conversation, or is it still the oh yeah, by the way? I mean, I think I know the answer, but I'll shut up and let you ask. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very much part of the conversation, right? And whether that's in you know traditional encryption or data in flight, right, kind of from the old storage side. But yep. now we're starting to see you know that move into you know, even like security AI within the frames, right? And what and what's happening and kind of the insight into the data. And yep. I think lots of people on stage, you know, today, yesterday talked about, you know, what's your data telling you, the value of data, right? We yep. um, remember exactly, I think it was on uh, maybe a bandwidth session we did yesterday where, you know, it was commented that, hey, you know, data is a new oil, right? And then, and then it was quickly, you know, discussed around the refinement of that oil is really yeah. the true value. Yeah. Right? And that's what produces the fuel or whatever. And as, as you refine that more and more, right, the, the cost of or the value of that refinement increases, right? And so I think that at the end of the day, we have to secure all those things, right? And, yep. and all, all facets of how we would view the infrastructure stack. Yeah. Um, I think every supplier is talking about security, right? It, yeah, but, it's, it's hot. Yep. You know, I would, say, I would say the one trend that we continue to see, and, and we kind of had some of this years ago when we first started that security conversation is, I think security is still somewhat decoupled, right? And, it, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's isolated in the enterprise. And I Agreed. think that over time, we have to figure out how we get that a little closer to the business. Yep. And then I think it, it really becomes a mainstream conversation yeah. as opposed to a kind of black box, well, hey, right? as you would say, thou shall not or whatever, you know? <laughs> and now, Jeff, you're obviously closer to the end users than we are. You know, yeah. you know, you're our customer, and thank you for that. But are you... are are the end users asking those same questions? I mean, are they aware of security? I mean, obviously, I think everybody is because that's all I do, right? I mean, I'm in it every day. But are you seeing that? Is, is that perception in the real world actually, you know, reflective of what, you know, how close we are to it? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, from our perspective, Cortica does deal with a lot of regulated customers. Mm -hmm. uh, SEC, FINRA, HIPAA, um, even some government that's looking at NIST or ISO or, you know, things like that. Right. And, um, you know, obviously they are getting audited constantly by, you know, third-party contractors. Like yep. um, those audits could be as simple as a five-question questionnaire or they could be a 50, you know, page document. Yeah. Right? And um, so obviously for them, it's, it's, it's very important. Um, what we're seeing for the non-regulated businesses, whether it be small business, mid-sized business, is um, they're, they're getting attacked. They're getting actively attacked. Right. And so it's not so much about like prevention anymore, unfortunately, it's about uh, you know, what do we do after the fact? Yeah. And so, um, you know, from Corticut's perspective, we're trying to have those conversations early, um, but, you know, there's a spend there. Just like, you know, five years ago, six years ago, the conversation used to be about disaster recovery yeah. and like how you build X amount of your budget in for disaster recovery when you're building an application or, you know, putting something out there. Now it's like that's kind of assumed that there's data protection and disaster recovery. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, well, you've got to build money for security. Right. So it, it always gets back to that conversation of making sure, and, and we try to do this from a strategy perspective, making sure that IT and technology is an important part of the business and not just a cost center. Right. Um, because if, if it is a cost center, that's where things like that get thrown out until yep. something actually happens. Right. But, you know, we're working with a lot of uh, small, mid-sized businesses to make sure that they're developing tools that are making the business money that they are you know not just a cost center anymore they're they're, they're something that is a a driver to um you know making the business more competitive yeah. and, and, yeah. and really i mean that's where the value comes in and it makes conversations a lot easier so 
Yeah, I think for years, for years and years and years, right, we try to figure out that whole kind of, you know, what what is IT's role? Is it a cost center? Is it a business enabler, right? Kind of that whole chargeback thing. And I, and I think we're finally getting to a point where we're like, I, none of that. Like, let's just figure out how technology can support the business. 100%. Right? And then kind of deliver the outcomes yeah. and protect the, the organization, the enterprise, whatever, in, yep. in such a way that, you know, we can go and do things. At the same time, making life easier you know, for the end users to consume the technology and enhance their capabilities to move whatever that enterprise is doing forward. Sure. So, and I think that's where we're going to start seeing, um, you know, the AI conversation become yeah. a lot more important because, um, you know, we're talking about the value of data and, uh, you know, really, businesses. You know, we'll talk about small, mid-sized businesses because that's kind of where we play. Um, they don't necessarily know what to do with that data, or they haven't really thought about how to use that data appropriately. Right. And um, you know, there's tools out there like uh, like Power BI and mm -hmm. like you know that are that are actually fairly easy to consume from a technology standpoint or business standpoint. That I think it's going to be an easy inroad for us to start having those conversations with customers about you know, listen, we understand your business. We've taken the time to do that. You can use this tool to help predict X. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, I think that that's really kind of like the next step for us is you know once we have secured our customers appropriately, yeah. um, is that we're going to start talking about how to you know make their data work for them more effectively. Yeah. And we're having some of those conversations now, but um, you know Cortica has really always been about trying to take enterprise technologies and bring them down to the mid market, bring them down to SMB because mm -hmm. it's not really a cost conversation it's more of a you know speed speed to speed to market right. speed to implement like you yeah. know how, how do you use it effectively so um, I'm, I'm really excited about that I'm really excited to have some of these business intelligence conversations with more of our customers it's awesome yeah I think that's great and I think you know there's there's so many facets to AI mm -hmm. what and you know, what does it mean and yeah, I think there's so much good that's going to come out of it and I also think there, there's some things that like are, are really cool projects and you know this and that that will be fun to, to dabble with you know, I think AI is probably going to be like the next cloud. Right? Like, like, what does it really mean? Is yeah, there, it's, is it's pretty early in the Gartner hype right? curve right now. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like totally. Exactly. All things yeah. AI. Yeah, so. right? yeah, you know, and then they get that whole like, well, is it AI or is it machine learning or is it a neural network? Or like, what? Like, what? Right. So, I mean, ultimately, I think I, um, David did a great job in his his main stage editorial yesterday with his graphic that he put up that you guys should go back and, and definitely check out. Um, any other thoughts on that space for you guys at QuarterKit? Like, when you think about that AI space, what, what are you guys, if you were to think, I don't know, like five years is probably crazy to think down the road, even though that's one of our massive taglines, right? But <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I thought you know, were go a there. year, <laughs> a year, 18 months, I think that's more realistic. So um, 18 months to, you know, year to 18 months, I think that it, it's going to be about um, expanding those conversations about how to make data work for you within the small business mid-market mm. space. Um, I also think that there is going to be a push, at least for us, to start talking about things like um, Power Apps and Microsoft Flow and things that yeah. are within the Microsoft 365 yep. Yep. portfolio that customers own today that they don't know that right. they can use. Yep. Um, you know, I mean, you can write applications to automate uh, you know, daily processes, whether it be with mobile devices, web websites, et cetera, with, uh, without writing a single line of code. Yep. And I think that that's important to note that it's not, it's all about the conceptual use of like how you automate things, like how you use your data and your processes to make them more effective as opposed to, you know, we have to hire 
the DevOps person. We have to hire right. a developer. Yeah. Like there's easier ways to start. Right. Um, long term, I think that from a Cortica perspective, we want to get into more custom development, um, build some solutions on top of the Microsoft Cloud. Yeah. Um, you know, build some solutions on top of multi-cloud. Yeah. Um, so, and we're really starting to have some of those initial conversations now. And um, you know, obviously, we're working with you guys to try and figure out what the next strategy is there too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so piggybacking on that, I mean, I, I agree completely on that from the user perspective. They, you know, they can do that, and we dabble some internally in some of the robotic process automation (RPA). You know, in the security space, I see. You know, if I'm not going to repeat a whole bunch of stats, but I think it's pretty common knowledge there's a massive shortfall in personnel, right, to accomplish some of these things. Yeah. You know, so if AI is five years out to steal our own tagline, which is either Skynet or, you know, Utopia, <laughs> one of the, it's, it's, I'm about a 50-50 on that, right? In the short term, though, are you guys seeing more interest or do you plan on developing tool sets or skill sets around automation orchestration, the security space, you know, that, you know, if this, you know, if bad, then block. I mean, there's some of that out there now, but I think stitching it together, there's a huge opportunity. I mean, have you guys looked at that space or any interest in that space? I think that there's definitely interest there and um, Skynet was a security tool, if you remember. Yes, it was. Um, so, that yeah. it was, it was it actually designed, eliminated it its major to, threat vector. Exactly. It, it actually yeah. did its Humans. job perfectly, yeah. which we don't really talk about. Yeah, but 100%. it actually did its job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think that that's uh, that that makes a lot of sense, and I know that that um, the tools in that space are really kind of uh, I don't want to say developing, but like immature. Um, yeah, they're a little immature yeah. right now, and and, and I want to see um, you know where that's going to go before we start to really kind of push down on customers. No, that makes from, sense. Yeah. From from a Cortica perspective, I mean, we really focus on. Um, you know, best of breed technologies, a lot of which are, you know, on Arrow's line card, which is the reason why we kind of partner with you guys so well, um, but also proven technologies. Gotcha. Um, you know, especially because, you know, a lot of stuff tends to get uh, tried out in the enterprise space. By the time it gets down to the mid-market space or even small business space, yep. it has to work. Right. There's no, there's no tolerance at that level right. for like, you know, you're going to be our guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. um, so from that perspective, I mean, we're, we're really about like proven technologies, um, you know, expert people. Awesome. Uh, you know, that's, that's really kind of our go-to-market. Yep, perfect. That's awesome. Very good. What else is on your mind? Anything? Wow, that's a random question. Well, um, yeah. So, let me talk about the grass, the blue sky. It's this a lovely, PG audience, <laughs> right? so, you know. The lovely Gaylord Rockies here. In, yeah, yeah, this is a nice room. If you haven't been Colorado. here, this is a nice. This is new. I mean, it's been here, yeah, what, like, a like a less than a year. year. Yeah, January. That's yeah, right. January this year. It's a beautiful resort. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the conference rooms actually smell like fresh paint, so uh, it's, it's definitely <laughs> it's a change. Brand, right? <laughs> and, not, and not like casino smoke? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you were at Reno. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other podcast. On the next edition of Aeroband with Evening Edition, we will recap our... Well, I was, was going to say, speaking of that, do you want to talk about what happened last night? or? Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's, again, that's bandwidth after hours. a little tired this morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just say it was late. I was a good boy, but it was just an early morning. So, yeah. so I like that. You know, it's, it's a little little lame, but I'll ask. You know, so three things that you'd like to tell your customers that, or you, know, you wish they would ask you. you know? So sure. Jeff's three commandments. Um, yeah, I mean, from, from that perspective, uh, I wish... Our customers kind of knew, and across the board, the value of um, consistent, uh, consistent technology and consistent refreshing technology. Um, we often see the value of like the customer that has it's not like on the cutting edge, but or not on the bleeding edge, but like maybe a little bit below the cutting edge, where they're refreshing uh, endpoints every three years. They're yeah. they're keeping up to date with hardware and software, like you know, and they're they've built that kind of into their budget. They're planning from that from a business perspective. Um, it's amazing how smoothly those companies run. 
compared to the ones that that don't maintain that kind of consistent schedule. You mean twenty-year-old routers are bad? Oh my God! Yeah. Um, and and it's funny because we just went through this exercise with one of our customers that uh, pretty much refreshed. He, he took over for um, a, a legacy IT team and um, you know refreshed everything and uh, did it all through us. Like basically, like we went through the strategy of like the order of operations, the budgeting, et cetera. Uh, now he tells me that he has a bunch of people that are sitting around twiddling their thumbs because they don't get any support calls. So uh -huh. he's so he's really now focused on those next generation things like yeah, he can, how do I put technology in to make the business money now that I've actually stopped with leading. So he can actually um, upskill his people. Exactly. It's not just a buzzword. Exactly. Right, yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I think that that's important. Um, I, I wish that the, and I hope that this the conversations around um, preventative security measures and, 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 and software and platforms are really going to get easier. Um, I, I think that, you know, we're building a go-to-market strategy around um, some very easy to consume technologies that um, have, have big results. And uh, I'm hoping that the way that we're framing it is going to be easy to digest, easy to understand. Um, so that's, that's kind of like the second one there. And, um, Wow, was that three? Did I have two or three? You had three. So, last one. Last one. Wow, kind of drawing a blank there. Yeah, it's, it's all, I, think, no I think your two were actually quite yeah. impressive. So. Yeah. They were two yeah. comprehensive yeah. ones. Yeah, so, uh, we'll, we'll, give, we'll, we'll give you credit for three. three. Yeah. So. Three, I wish my customers would buy every day from me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know what? If we're going to talk about three, I would say that um, from, from our perspective, and uh, we're, we're working very diligently on this, um, to redo our branding and redo our marketing and trying to put ourselves out there. Awesome. Um, believe it or not, we still own the domain Super Secret IT, and for a long time, Corticut was afraid to tell people what we did. Um, you know, sort of like the bear sitting on the edge of the river that right. every once in a while salmon flew, flew yeah. in his mouth and, <laughs> yeah. and he got to eat. Um, I, I think that we're very good at what we do. We've got great people, great engineers, um, long-term engineers. We don't have a lot of turnover. Yeah. Um, so no one knows about it. It's, uh, it's, it's very much about us getting our name out there awesome. and, and having them understand the um, you know the capabilities of what we do and and how important business strategy and business growth is to us, not just from a you know one-time engagement, but right. you know from a let's let's partner together. I mean, partnering is very important. So well, the upshot is he just told seventy thousand people about Cortico. Absolutely. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Jeff, I really appreciate you taking time. I know you're a busy guy. You got a full schedule today, so we won't keep yeah, you much longer. Great sessions. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming on to bandwidth and spending some time with David and I. And Absolutely. Yeah, again, yeah. appreciate the partnership and, and thanks so much. I hope you have a, a great rest of the show. Yep. Thanks, man. Take care. You got it. Yeah. Thanks, Anytime. Thanks. Talk next time. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag AeroBandwidth. And we'll see you next week.